and it's fine, they say All we got is time and we can't waste all day And what is it you got up in that rolling tray? Let me find that peace of mind, think it's about time to unwind, yeah P2W Radio presents The Law Factor. Welcome to the first ever episode of The Law Factor. My name is Brian Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter at Larry Law with three W's. Um, That nickname was given to me back in my coaching days. I coached basketball for West Potomac High School. I worked with the freshmen, the rising freshmen, uh, eventually did some off-season varsity coaching as well. I had to stop. Uh, I started By George, uh, which is a podcast and website for George Mason basketball and other sports as well. And I just needed more time. I'm a father now. I'm a married man. And I just couldn't coach anymore. Coaching took up a lot of my time. Uh, but this is going to be a episode um, and podcast about everything DMV. Uh, we play to win. It doesn't matter if we're eating, uh, if we're paddle boarding on the Potomac. It doesn't matter. We play to win. And P2WRadio.com is a website where our podcast is hosted, where you can read articles. We have a Taco Tuesday article, a Wing Wednesday article, um, and we also uh, rap about Redskins all the time. So let's get right into it. Speaking of the Redskins, I bleed burgundy and gold. I die and ride for the skins. Well, at least I used to. I mean, now obviously it's getting a little bit tougher. Uh, the ownership is rotten. Uh, everyone wants Bruce Allen fired. Uh, Jay is a lame duck, but I'm still here. I mean, the, the, the players that we got now are young. We've drafted well over the last seven years. So I just want to talk a little bit about my fanhood kind of as an intro piece. Um, I grew up in a Redskins household. Uh, I remember getting uh, dressed up for uh, Super Bowl um, in 1992. Uh, and I, <laughs> You know, I don't have much memory of it, but I, I do remember, you know, throwing on a trucker hat, a Redskins trucker hat, and sitting down and, and watching at least half the game. My family was going nuts. Uh, and ever since, I just I just kind of knew. Um, I grew up in Northern Virginia, Burke VA stand-up, and now live in D.C., and um, a fan of everything D.C. Um, I was a season ticket holder uh, for about four years. This is kind of a funny story. So I worked at Ruby Tuesdays in Fairfax Circle, some of you may have heard of it. Some of you may have been there. It's now gone. The whole shopping center is demolished. Um, and I met a girl named Mel, and I had never known a Redskins, uh, a woman Redskins fan uh, that went this hard. Uh, she had season tickets for years. I think they were handed down by her father. She would go tailgate, get loaded, root for her team, and uh, sleep on the way back. And so uh, shout outs to Mel. Uh, and she was having problems finding people to go to the games. Uh, you know, sometimes during losing seasons, no one's trying to go to a, a live football game in 14 degrees. So, you know, I said, I'll take those off your hands. And so, I, I you know, I, for about three years, I went to every game I could. Uh, the best year by far was the RG3 year. I'll never forget his run um, versus the Vikings down the sideline. It was electrifying. It was the loudest Redskins experience I've been a part of. Um, and, you know, over time, and I was a working, I was a college kid working, paying my way at the time. And so, you know, I couldn't must always muster up the $160. Um, and, you know, often I couldn't find a friend to go either. My girlfriend, now wife, um, didn't want to go all the time. And so eventually Mel got tired of me and was like, you know what? 
you're not paying, you haven't paid, and so I got to kick you out of rotation. She dropped the two tickets. Eventually, she dropped the tickets as well, which kind of shows the state of the Redskins at the moment. Um, And so now I don't go anymore. And and that's something, that's a question I want to raise for the listeners is do you enjoy going to the games? Would you rather watch it at home? Now you got Red Zone. You got your fantasy squads. Would you prefer just to be sitting in front of your 60-inch 4K cocked back with a beer in your hand that doesn't cost $9 and whatever you want to eat? You know, I think it, I think it's something to think about. I think this is why um, a lot of NFL franchises are struggling to keep uh, the home field advantage alive. Uh, you got a lot of opposing fans, especially here in this transient DMV, and everyone blames the product, and, and that is partially uh, to blame. But I think a lot of it has to do too with just like the the viewer experience at home is amazing, and I want to watch the other games. Um, but back to the Redskins a little bit. So I, I was a season ticket holder, still. You know, I'm still rocking with them. Uh, I'm not leaving. And and this offseason has been a little bit hard. Uh, why? Because Trent Williams has been a fan favorite um, forever. Uh, ever since he was drafted, uh, you know, I believed in Shanny's drafts when, when we were drafting Jordan Reed and even Kirk Cousins. Um, and, and Trent Williams was, was a big part of that. Uh, he held down the left side of the line. And now we're trying to integrate a, a new rookie, Haskins, and... It's how do you do it with Jerron Christensen or, you know, a 36 year old pen? And, and, you know, what really tears me apart is, is this just another example of why the Redskins suck? Why? Um, Because their medical staff is trash um, because our players stay injured because we've led the league and guys on IR for two straight seasons, basically, or maybe two seasons combined. It's just getting really hard to accept things like the cheerleader scandal uh, fire, bringing in guys to change the home field experience and then firing them shortly after. Is it ever going to be normally ran? Do we even have a GM? What's going on in Ashburn? And it makes it really tough, but you know what? You can't leave. You can't leave. Like, even though I'm pretty disappointed in the Democratic Party right now, how do you leave? You know, it's, so it's, you know, I'm not trying to get political, but it's just like things that you associate with yourself, but find yourself hating how do you still persist? And I think it's just loyalty, loyalty to the brand, loyalty to even what's wrong at times. You know, sometimes my family sucks. Sometimes they do me wrong, but I'm, I'm not going to, you know, disown them. You know, you got to stay loyal to what you've bled your whole life. And for me, that continues to be the burgundy and gold. Every Sunday I'm going to watch. I don't care. I mean, you know, truthfully, if Colt, if Colt McCoy was going to start game one, I was, I was actually thinking about protesting it. How could you possibly watch Colt go out there and throw another stinker? Do you not remember Thanksgiving? How hyped I was for that game. I was like, all right, Colt will sling it. At least Doxon will get some targets now. If Alex Smith can win games throwing for 175 yards and a touchdown, then anyone can do it. Came in through three picks and we just collapsed. And so I couldn't get behind Colt McCoy. A case is the unknown. So I can ride with that for now. Um, But I'm thinking Haskins has to start. We got a brutal start to the season. And I think after that, you're going to see Haskins come in and kind of light teams up. Um, So yeah, I'm getting excited. I'm talking myself into it. I wasn't able to get down to a training camp this year. um, Probably the first time in 10 years, bring it back to Ashburn. Bring it back to, you know, do somewhere new like Mason or somewhere local. I'm not trying to drive down 95 South in midst of tons of vacation traffic and watch two hours, sweat my balls off, 
and drive home. Um, so bring it back home, please. And, and I'll start to go again. But this was the first year I think I missed, you know, I've made the drive down to Richmond plenty of times. Um, and I wish I was able to make it because I want to see the young wide receivers. You know, we haven't gotten a chance to see them much, um, this preseason. And I wish I would have been able to see them practice. I want to see scary Terry take the top off. I just do. And we haven't had that opportunity. Hopefully game three is the day. Um, and, and, and I just want to see what our offense can be with all the wide receivers out there. You know, I, I want to see what Doxon has. Has he shown um, more ability to separate? Paul Richardson's back to practice now. Is he a guy that continue to, to, you know, make difficult catches up the middle and be a guy that can separate as well? Trey Quinn, complete unknown. Last guy drafted in the entire draft. And we have knighted him since day one. We let Crowder go. And, and that's probably a result in uh, signing Richardson because we didn't really have the budget to pay another wide receiver. And he went to the Jets, and I think in game one of the preseason, already got a touchdown. You know, Crowder is a guy we're going to miss. And I think people, um, you know, they, they assume that we can fit Trey Quinn right into that spot. And I just don't think that's the case. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I don't think that Trey Quinn is, has the speed. Is he going to catch more balls? Uh, maybe. Um, but Crowder had that breakaway speed. I mean, we threw so many different plays at him, and he was always producing. We would throw screen plays at him. We would hand the ball off to him. Does Trey Quinn have that quick twitch? You know, we'll find out. I really don't think so. I think we're going to miss I think we're going to miss Crowder. And if you disagree with me, again, comment, yell at me on Twitter at Larry Law. That's L-A-R-R-Y-L-A-W-W-W. Um, you know, so again, this is Brian Lawrence, the first episode of the law factor. That was just me kind of rapping about my Redskins fanhood and then giving some complaints, but things that I'm excited for the defense, how could you not be excited for the defense? If Monte Nicholson fills in that free safety role and can kind of scan the field and get sideline to sideline and let Collins get up and down and destroy and light up running backs and tight ends, then I think we got something special. And you know what else I'm getting really excited for is John Bostic. Who is this guy? Second round pick has played for three or four separate teams last on the Steelers. And, and I think, you know, the Steelers didn't want to pay him money. So he came to DC. He's already calling the plays. He's running the defense. He's getting people set up. And I, I think he's been all around the ball in the first couple preseason games. You know, I think the young linebacker core is going to surprise us. You know, we want to size all of our, all of our freshmen, or freshmen, all of our rookies, you know, but some are not going to pan out. I think Cole Holcomb is the guy. I think Sean Dion Hamilton is a player. Do we have depth behind that? No. Do we have depth in our safety position? No. Have we shored up, you know, the end of our D line yet? No. If injuries strike us for a third year and again, we're probably going to suck. But if everyone on the defense can stay relatively healthy, then I think we will be nasty. Top five defense nasty. So that's something to get excited about. You got Josh Norman. You got these vets. Dunbar at this point is a vet. Moreau, a vet. And then you add in a Jimmy Moreland who's just out there ball hawking, making plays, getting his hands in the air, affecting passing lanes. And we're looking so nasty. We're looking nasty. So, you know, I can talk myself into it. And this is why the owner doesn't matter to me. And this is why Jay doesn't really matter to me. Because we finally have a young roster and we have young coaches and our offensive coordinators in the past have gone on to be successful head coaches. 
And so I'm pretty excited for our future. Forgive me. I'm not on the fire Bruce train right now. I'm not on the fire J train right now. I'm on a let's see what happens this season path and go from there. I think we can make the playoffs. I think we can mess around and compete and win nine games. We had the ability to last year. That's why Colt McCoy was rushing back. Everyone wants to blame the training staff for everything. Award-winning training staff. Maybe it's not on the staff. Maybe it's on the player. And, and that's a, a conversation for a different day. Is it on the player? Is it on the staff? Is it on ownership? Is it on the coach? Who's supposed to hold the player back? Everyone is working their ass off to get back for games. That's the NFL. You only get 16 guaranteed games. And you start missing some of those, and what's your value? So, you know, it's, it's, it's at heart. It's time to pinpoint whose fault it is and all that. But you know what? Sometimes it's just fun to cock back and be a fan. Ignore all the stuff I can't control. I can't control the owner. I can't. I can't control who he makes to be the GM. But I can control walking into FedEx and clapping my ass all the way up to the 400 level, bringing energy, getting loud, and supporting my squad. I can get parties together. Come on, come watch the game over at my house. Let's root on our skins. And that's all I can control. That's it. That's all I can control. So that's a little Redskins rant. It's hard. It's hard for everybody out there. You know, I salute the guys who are, you know, throwing parties and traveling for the, the, the teams, the hog farmers. You know, I salute all you guys. Keep the energy live. Um, but that's it. That's the Redskins segment. It was a little Redskins rant. I'm always ranting. This is a rant. This is the law factor where I am allowed to rant. And if you don't want to hear it, turn it off. But I think with the guests that I have coming up later in this season and, and the energy that I bring and, you know, just the knowledge that I have of the game and the local sporting market and just of the DMV in general, you'll want to stay tuned to the law factor. Nat's talk coming up next. They don't want to see me selling out, say. This is what it's all about, it's for the fun, yeah. We just want to nuts to roll another one, yeah. I hit the beast, get inspiration from the sun, yeah. Find a happy place and grab a cup in it. Pour it out their liquor and it's fine. If you like true dude food, then you've got to head over to our website at p2wradio.com where we have a Wing Wednesday article written every single week by our guy, Alex Uplinger. Knows everything about wings in the DMV area. He loves them hot, fried, Korean fried. He takes it every which way. Follow him at Alex underscore up seven. Uh, he's a writer for the Blue Wire. Also contributes for us again Check them out on p2wradio.com. Welcome back to the Law Factor. I'm excited right now, guys. I'm super excited. Why? Because it's mid to late August and we're rooting for playoff baseball. We're fighting for position. We're sitting in the top of the wild card spot in the NL East. It's not comfortable yet. It's not quite comfortable for me yet. But now I feel, like kind of for the first time all season, that we are a playoff team. And not only a playoff team, but a contender. And why? Because if as long as you have Max, Strasburg, and Corbin going in the playoffs, it's kind of hard to, to doubt that. Corbin is pitching a sub-2 ERA at home right now. 
The guy is just absolutely lighting up teams in Navy Yard. If you come to Navy Yard, if you come to D.C. and Corbin's pitching, you're probably not getting on base. He is lighting people up in D.C. right now. Firework style. The guy is fun to watch. He has he has swagger. He has flair to his game. He's got, I love the flat brim hat. I mean, Corbin is just one reason to be excited. Robles and Soto look like they're best friends. It looks like they love each other out there. They're having a great time. Did you always kind of feel that Harper was kind of an outsider, rocking Vegas gear to Caps games? That's not what this outfield is doing right now. And it's held down by Eaton as well. You got your vet back there. It's just a fun team to watch. The resiliency is insane. Everyone wanted Davey fired. DC loves firing people. They want everyone fired. Davey Martinez didn't deserve to be fired. He was dealing with a suspect bullpen rotation, and he's and his guys were hurt. Trey Turner went down. Rendon went down. Zimmerman's never healthy. He didn't have the guys. Soto missed some time. You know, you gotta you gotta give a team enough of a chance to grow. And by All Star break, you could see it. And now, you know, 12 games over 500, 13 games over 500, whatever we are when this podcast drops. I mean, we're a team that is just hitting bombs. We were kind of, you know, middle to lower in the, in the league in bombs. I mean, we've hit like 14 over the last three games or something stupid. We're just lighting teams up. We're sending that ball flying through the air. I think maybe it's the, the, the heat. Maybe it's how hot it is that balls are just leaving the bat at record speed. I mean, you got Soto hitting two home runs a game. Just kidding. Obviously not. But he had a two a two home run game. You know, Robles gets on base. The guy's an animal on the base path. He also, how many assists does he have in the outfield? You know, it's just so fun to root for this team. I don't even want to talk about Anthony Rendon right now. We got young guys to replace him if he happens to leave. Do I want to resign him? Yes. But if it has a trickle effect and then all of a sudden you can't sign a Soto, you can't sign a Robles, I don't know if I want that. Let's ride with the young guys. You got the horses on the pitching staff, and you got you to gotta believe that the young guys are going to continue to ball. Soto is having insane numbers right now. Rendon just hit his most home runs. We still have a month and a half of the season to go, and he's hit, he's hit the host, most home runs in his career. Are the balls juice? I don't give a fuck. Juice those balls. I'm trying to see more bombs, more triples, and more Tony two bags. Um, so the you know, the Nats right now, it's it's just it's just fun to watch. You know, I, I wasn't all in early on this season. Baseball's tough to watch, you know, in April and May, especially if you're losing. At the time we are one of the worst teams in the NL. And so, yeah, sometimes I wait until around after, you know, before the all-star break. I love watching the home run derby and all that. I even watch the celebrity softball games, everything. And then after I pretty much, I'm all in August baseball when it starts to cool down and you can kind of smell autumn and the fire pits are starting to go. People are still out grilling because it's cool and nice outside. That's baseball weather to me. There's no better time than what's upcoming when you have the NFL Baseball playoffs, NHLs dropping the puck. We're we're tipping off at half court in the NBA. The best time of sports is coming, and DC is right in the thick of it. You you have to be excited for the Nats right now. We're just too fun to watch. We just don't quit. The parties, the celebrations in the dugout, 
They're all so much fun to watch. I want to watch Robles twerk. I want to watch Dozier hop on Matt Adams and spank his butt all the way down the dugout. I want to watch this stuff. We're a fun team. You know, Baby Shark is a little played out. It may be because I have a one and a half year old that listens to it every second. But it's, I, I at least like that they embraced it. You know, Para and Cabrera, they bring excitement to that dugout. We look like a team. Uh, we look like friends. We don't just look like a couple guys grabbing their glove and going out and playing baseball. And sometimes I felt that's what we looked like last year. Does winning help? Of course. Does competing for the playoffs help? Of course. Um, but it, it, it takes a team to do that. And I think finally Davey has kind of you know got the guys to buy in. When everyone was asking Davey to be fired, the players didn't want it. They said they believed in him. Harper said he loved Davey. He didn't want to leave Davey. He wished we would have you know, given him a better contract that wasn't over the span of 74 years, but he, he, wants to, he wanted to be with Davey. And so you know, I got I, I to gotta be happy with what's going on right now. Um, you know, we're, we're top in almost all stats, top 10 in, in all offensive stats or close, better, better than, you know, half of the league. And, you know, it's just, it, it's worth rooting for. If, and you know what really ticked me off recently? All the talk about, you know, our attendance and our fanhood. This is a DC network, a DC group that's growing into this baseball, this baseball team. We didn't have baseball. We had to drive down the, the BW Parkway to get to Camden Yards to watch a shit-ass team. We weren't a baseball town. And this city has embraced this team. And we have had our backs broken in the playoffs. We've been preseason favorites to win the World Series than to not even make the playoffs. Take that into some consideration. You know, everyone was blown away about the Mets series. That's a, that's a team deeply rooted. That's a massive city. That's a massive city. And New Jersey fans and the, the Mets kind of span, you know, four different states. So it's tough. It's tough to compare. Um, but I am ready to get out there and rock my red. My natitude meter is at like a 96%. And I'm going to go get $5 tickets and go just kind of drink some Miller Lights in the outfield and cheer on my squad. And I cannot wait. DC Homer, through and through. This is the Law Factor. Again, my name is Brian Lawrence. can follow me on Twitter at Larry Law with three W's at the end. Tell me how dumb I am. Tell me that I'm wrong about Davey. Tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not baseball Brian, um, but I'm a fan, and, I, and I've watched almost every game here since the All-Star break, and this team is loaded. I want to tell you a little bit about myself. Let's get away from the Nats. Let's get away from sports a little bit. I'm a dad, <laughs> and it's not easy. I'm a stay-at-home dad. I take care of my son during the day. I work in real estate. So, you know, a lot of my time is nights and weekends. You know, I'm kind of, you know, I, I take care of the child from when my wife goes to work. She kills it, doing a great job. Alex, she's the best. And, and so I take care of my son because in hopes that, you know, we never really have to have a nanny. That no matter what, it's me and my wife taking care of my son and, and fitting work into that lifestyle. Um, and so it makes it really hard to, you know, have fun and go out at nights by, by five to six o'clock. I just need a nap. And so I haven't been able to get out into DC like I once did, but there's an area uh, that just continues to pop that I have to talk about. And it makes sense. It's following the Nats, uh, the Nats talk and it's Navy Yard. Um, and being a father, you know, down in that little Navy Yard area with the pool and the bridge goes over the pool and you got blue jacket right around there and ice cream Jubilee. It's the best place to go to in DC right now. 
It's the best. Yeah, I love Shaw. I love 14th Street. Give me U Street every day. But for a family, uh, for someone that's looking for like some daytime activities, that's the best area to go to. Recently, and, and I, I watched the, all the development. I moved to D.C. about 10 years ago, and I lived in Eastern Market. So we kind of went to Nats Games and down to that Navy Yard area a lot. And I, so I've seen the development. And Nicoletta and Due South opened up food stands pretty much on the dock, you know, on the little river walkway. And I can't be more, you know, thrilled. You can go get this delicious Neapolitan pizza, awesome toppings. Yeah, it's expensive, but you pay for quality. You get your you get your pie, you go up, you sit on the grass, you have a little picnic with your girl, your bros, you bring the football, you bring can jam, you bring spike ball out there, you got room, the grass is beautiful. It's not overtaken by dogs like the rest of the city. You can kind of just sprawl out, look at the water, eat delicious pizza, but it doesn't stop there. If you can go to Nicoletta or Due South, they're like food stands, but they got picnic tables and little areas as well. They're selling delicious drinks. You can go over there, get a daiquiri. It's hot outside. What do you want? You want a slurpy kind of, you know, sugary, cooling drink. You can go get margaritas, frozen daiquiris, sit right out there on the water, cock back. I mean, it's just, it's just blowing my mind the opportunity that Navy Yard is giving you. You know, for me, I, I always take a cooler. I always got a bottle of wine on me, some rosé, some boxed rosé, Verac, where you at? Um, I'm always, you know, I'm always got something to sip on. Last time I went down there, I took some Miller High Lifes. You know, I bring a solo cup, pour it in the cup, get some sun rays, cock back, look at all the construction. DC is growing. It's growing. And Navy Yard uh, being kind of that Nats Park area for a while it just kind of felt like Navy Yard was only cool when there was a home Nats game. But that's changing. More and more residential stuff is going up. More and more restaurants are coming in. Bars. I mean, Blue Jacket's been a staple there. And it's still going strong. You got Gordon Beersh if you want your commercial kind of brewery. You got bars popping up all over the place. Clubs going in. Uh, there's just so many things to, to do now in the Navy Yard. You, you, my favorite food, fried chicken. You got Roy Boys coming in. They took over for this burger spot up by 930 in Northwest, and they've just killed it. And they have this Nashville hot, hot fried chicken. It's not like it's not like the place in Nashville, Hattie B's, um, but it's delicious. It's great, and it's coming to Navy Yard, and they sell buckets of fried chicken past like 10 o'clock. So if you're having those munchies super late night sitting in the city, you can go get yourself a bucket of fried chicken. There's not that many Popeyes or KFCs around here. Where are you getting a bucket of chicken? Oh, man, I can't wait for Roy Boys. The Navy Yard area just continues to explode. Um, tell me your favorite place. You know, comment at P2W Radio on Twitter or at Larry Law and tell us what you love to do for pregames. And outside of Nats games, are you going to Navy Yard and what are you doing at Navy Yard? This is the Law Factor. I'm going to release episodes every single week on Wednesdays. It correlates with Wings Wednesday. It's my favorite day of the week. I'm crushing Wings on Wednesday. Better believe it. My favorite spot is Chung Man. It's on 8th Street. There's one in Fairfax, one in Centerville. It's it's just so delicious. It's it, There's nothing like it. Um, they have this snow onion chicken where it's like this ranch and mayonnaise dressing just kind of sprinkled all over whatever flavor, hot flavor or curry flavor you choose. It's amazing. You don't even need to dip the wing. The wing is pre-dipped. So again, this is wing, Wings Wednesday. Look out for our article by Alex Up. Um, 
and and just kind of you know stay with us. You know, we're gonna put out content all the time. Adam is our fearless leader, the one sports nerd of 106.7. Also working with Podcast Village right now. Just got to thank him every chance I get. Uh, He's pioneered this website, and and I'm so thankful that he's giving me a platform uh, to rant. This is always going to be a rant because it's the law factor. I set the laws. I regulate the laws. I am the law. (laughs) 